Hello, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening to Maiming List. This is Nate, your humble host. I apologize for any sound quality issues that you may notice during this episode. This is one of three that we had to record remotely, but the quality should be fine, just not to our normal standards. Thank you all so much for listening. Bobby. Ew. Miss Bobblehead. (laughs) Sideshow Bob. I have a... I want a bobblehead now. We're going to have to see if we can make one. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The Bobby Bobble. The Bobby old head. So I have a hell of a meme for you today. So right. if you could please explain it to our listeners. I'm going to send it to you in the Discord chat here. Mm, okay. So we got a man sitting in a room. Looks like, I don't know, maybe a bedroom. Looks like there's probably a closet behind him. He's just got kind of a wall and a door and pretty bland background behind him. And uh, just looking at... Computer looks. I don't. I'm terrible at reading expressions. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a blank look on his face. Right. And uh, underneath him, there are two pictures of. Is that are they both Bob from? Uh, I, was that the Incredibles movie? I think so. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen yeah. it, so I'm not sure. Yeah, and, but it's like a split screen. It's the dad. I think his name was Bob. Anyway, it's a split screen. Two pictures of him. It says on the left. It says people who don't know, and he's a normal picture of him. He's got kind of a smile on his face. And then on the right, it says people who know, and it's a very dark picture, and he's not really smiling. He looks concerned. Yes, yeah. This is a classic meme format that's been used quite a bit, wherein they give you a vague image, and at the bottom, they have the people know and people who don't know uh, images mm-hmm. side by side. And for the people who don't know, they see the image and they think it's innocuous. For the people who know, they see the image and they know something, you know. That yeah. is upsetting in, in some way, it appears. Yeah, because there's nothing upsetting about this picture of this guy. I mean, he just looks like a guy. Is he wearing a... He might be wearing a medical bracelet. One of those bands they put on you. Well, we'll see. Maybe. We'll yeah, see. what that is. Pictured here is 32-year-old Justin Mon. And clearly, uh, this is came from a video. It's a screenshot. So we're going to watch a clip of that video. Um, I just chose a random cross-section of this video to play because he goes off on this uh, far-right conspiratorial rant that lasts for 14 and a half minutes, roughly. Um, So we're just going to watch a very brief segment of it. ...state of Colorado and saw with my own eyes how a labor racket can control every big company in an entire city to control everyone's lives in that city by means of the racketeer setting a citywide quota on companies firing employees so that there is a constant level of unemployment, which creates a constant level of homelessness, which creates a constant level of crime to fill up the prisons so that prisons, lawyers, and courts can make money. And in these democratic cities where these labor prison... And it goes on like that. That's just a random section of the video it kind of later in the video he's just essentially talking out against against unions which is pretty common far-right talking point he makes a lot of far-right talking points but that's not all he claims he also claims as the leader of what he calls america's national network of militias which he also calls mons militia after his own last name which is also the title of the video the youtube video that this came from Mm. He claims that he is somehow appointed to be the current commander-in-chief and that Biden is no longer in charge. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, He encourages violence and even torture against all non-military government employees and even expresses that with his supposed executive action, since he's now the sitting president, 
he cannot guarantee the safety of even postal workers. He offers bounties on high on several high profile government employees, such as Attorney General Merrick Garland. And some of the uh, bounties that he offers, uh, this very level-headed person offers, are upwards of uh, hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars. He claims to be author- Yeah, he claims to be authorized to offer up to ten million dollars in total bonds to put toward bounties. Well, sure, if he's president now, why not? <laughs> yeah. But he encourages people to still capture, torture, and kill government employees once these funds are depleted. Now, mm. you might be tempted to ask, who is this person uh, willing or even able to shell out $10 million? Then you need to remind yourself that he, according to his rant, believes he's the sitting president of the United States. Which, as a person who is clamoring over government tyranny, I would like to know why we should accept the leadership of him. Someone we didn't vote for and have never heard of. Yeah, so... I, I missed something there. How did he become president? Like, So, basically, the government has declared war on the people. And he, he now has become the commander-in-chief because he's the leader of Mons Militia. Oh, okay. So it just happened. There was no vote, obviously. No, no. no. Yeah. We would have heard about that, but uh, okay. No, it happened. So his reasoning is because he's part of this militia. He's the head of this militia. He's now president. Okay. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, yeah. It just happened automatically because, uh, sure. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the, the government has, has declared war on its own people, apparently. Mm, okay. So what can lead to this kind of mindset? Uh, not necessarily the delusion of being U.S. president, but a lot of the other claims that he's making. Before I go over the specific claims and where this conspiratorial dribble comes from, I want to address something very important. The spread of nonsense like this can and does lead people to do harm. And proof of it actually takes place in the very beginning of this video. I'm going to send you a picture, and I'm going to play what he says uh, in this part. I see it in the back. <laughs> yeah, let me play the. Uh, okay. Let me, let me play the audio from this part here. Oh God, that's not Biden, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I killed the president. I get to take over. <laughs> Man, the guy's pretty old. Probably just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. This is the head of Mike Moan, a federal employee of over twenty years, and my father. He is now in hell for eternity as a traitor to his country. It is said that those who commit treason and betray others occupy the lowest pits of hell for all time. Yeah, so, according to him, his father, as a government employee, is a traitor. And um, they occupy the lowest pits of hell once they are dead, and that his father is now in hell. Okay, yeah, but how did... Okay, did he get the head? Like, did he just... What happened? <laughs> well, I'm guessing he killed his father, Bobby. Right? Bobby, or did he just die? Bobby, yeah. Ac- according to the meme, you're about to be mm-hmm. in the group of those who know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, 6:59 p.m. Tuesday, January 30th, Bucks County police were dispatched to the Mons residence, and while en route, they were updated with information that the first floor bathroom had a lot of blood present. And mm-hmm. contained a decapitated body. 61-year-old mother of three, Denise Moon, uh, had come home and found the decapitated body of her husband in, the, in their first floor bathroom. She very smartly and understandably fled to a neighbor's house and called 911. Yep. When police arrived 
at the Mon residence, they discovered a machete and large cooking knife used to remove this man's head in the bathtub. Uh, the head was later located in another room wrapped in plastic, uh, saran wrap uh, type plastic, and was in a large cooking pot. In the mm. video, that is the bloated looking severed head of his own father. So you are now <laughs> some, you are in the group of those who know. This, yeah, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I asked you, I said this is going to be, this is not going to be pleasant. Yeah, I, I, I walked into it, I know. So he killed his father and he cut off his head. Correct. And he Correct. Put it on the video. Yes. All right. Cool. Yeah. Not cool. Um, so uh, who was Justin's father and what was Justin's motivation to kill him? Uh, his father's name was Michael Mon. And to give Michael a bit of a backstory, um, I want to go back just a little ways. On September 27th, 1987, a newspaper article was published about a New Jersey landfill known as Lipari Landfill. The title read, Cleanup is set for Jersey Dump, Nation's Worst, calling it the worst toxic dump in the U.S. And the toxins from this dump were seeping into water supplies. So, U.S. military was employed to drill into this dump to find samples to analyze. Michael Moan, as a member of the U.S. Army Corps, volunteered to be the one to, be one to suit up in a hazmat suit and oxygen mask to test the harmful samples. Mm, okay. According to a chief of geo environmental sec of the geo environmental section of the U S army Corps of civil engineers, this kind of thing was not unusual for Michael. The chief said Mike would do anything, whatever was needed. He was there. The chief also added, Michael did everything he could for his family and that he and his wife were selfless, devoted parents. Uh, Michael retired from the military in 2022 and had, uh, by, by accounts of his friends, uh, meticulously planned for his retirement, even studying stock trading in preparation. He had planned for a long life after retirement. And yes, murder always pisses me off. But knowing this somehow makes me even more furious at that shitbag, Justin. Yeah. So let's go over what Justin is trying to convey in this video. So this video was posted on YouTube. It took them hours to take it down. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Clearly, Justin is delusional. He has mm -hmm. classic, if not uniquely intense, delusions of grandeur. He believed he had somehow become the commander-in-chief and that he had access to $10 million to offer for bounties. He believes that he is leading a revolution of some kind. And in his view, this revolution will take place in the form of killing or capturing people he believes are enemies, generally those who work for the government. After killing his own father with a gun and subsequently decapitating him, he threatened that the same fate would befall others who do not renounce their government employment. And as I said before, he encouraged the use of torture. But why? In his fucking delusional opinion, Justin claims that as a federal employee, his father was a traitor to the country and, like other traitors, now occupies the lowest pits of hell. When making this claim, Justin said, it is said that those who commit treason occupy the lowest uh, pits of hell for all eternity. But who is saying this? And where does this belief come from? Going to the origins, this idea comes from Dante's Inferno, the first part of the Divine Comedy, a fictional mm -hmm. Poem, and I cannot stress that enough. A fictional poem. Where oh, you mean Dante didn't go down there and make <laughs> notes of what the rings were and everything? Yeah, it's a it's a work of fiction, and it wasn't sold as a true story. No. Al although you know Dante was trying to make certain points, he it was not sold as a true story. Even 
And this is a, a, a story wherein Dante travels from the lowest part of hell to paradise. According to the poem, the ninth circle of hell is reserved for the worst people, even worse than murderers or even mass murderers, and it reads that the worst people are traitors being punished for their sins. The ninth circle is also referred to in this work of fiction, again, as treachery. So, the nine circles go in order of severity, limbo, lust, gluttony, greed, wrath, heresy, violence, fraud, and then treachery being the worst. Now, wow. now I keep stressing that this is entirely made up, which it mm. was, but... It's, yeah, it's just a story. Yeah, yeah, but some who uh, actually believe in hell would argue that Dante was heavily inspired by the Christian Bible, which mm -hmm. is technically true. According yeah. to the book Studies in Dante, his reverence for the authority of Scripture is unbounded. But the Bible doesn't parse hell into different layers, and Dante's trip through the inferno is not to be taken literally. It's just an allegory about a person's religious journey toward salvation. The reason why I find it important to point out these flaws, and the flaws in the belief that traitors somehow uh, being, being extra bad and uh, occupy the worst part of hell, is because it completely misses the mark from a Christian or intellectual standpoint, and the far right are often the people who claim to have the authority on both. Why would he be spouting off something that was written in a work of fiction? The source will probably not surprise anyone. This idea comes from far-right conspiratorial media. Let me read from the Renegade Tribune, a white nationalist conspiracy-peddling source of nonsense that not only pushed the now thoroughly debunked Pizzagate conspiracy, but has been identified by many media watchdog groups as being extremely unreliable factually. Quote, Within Dante's circles of hell, the traitor is the very lowest of the low, even lower than murderers and mass murderers. The traitor is sent to the deepest, darkest circle of all, the Ninth Circle, the desolate frozen lake of the damned. In this article, I draw upon Dante's analogy to discuss my thoughts on the traitor, the gravity of treason, the attitude toward traitors throughout history, also how, as, how we, as white nationalists, should consider traitors. So we're off to a great start. Damn, okay. It continues. Throughout history, traitors have been universally despised as the absolute lowest of the low, never to be trusted, to be shunned and shamed, to be basically ostracized, often driven out, sometimes even lynched by angry mobs in less civilized times than ours. In times of such treachery and deceit, where traitors flourish and treason is a career, the reckless person may consider going outside the laws of the land and employing a volkskrecht of sorts to deal with these people. Volkskrecht is a German word. It means um, court of the people. Okay. Must we, in fact, haul these non-humans before an assembly of peers in one of our own personal courts? No, we don't, and neither do we need to. We have, in fact, already tried and convicted these, quote, people in the courtroom of our own personal Volkskrecht and our own minds. So, these people <laughs> are presumed traitors and presumed, yeah, okay. and presumed guilty. Because people like this writer seem to believe that their own absolute lack of discernment is somehow enough reasoning to jump to these conclusions. No need to look further into it. After all, according to this article, they're non-human anyway. Sure. And thinking of others as non-human can lead to abhorrent and dangerous behavior, especially when you believe you've already tried and convicted them in your own mind. And these people are often spouting off, or at least are flanked by the, quote, facts don't care about your feelings crowd when they're clearly wearing their passion as reason 
because they're so vehement, they must be telling facts. And, and Justin's vexation to kill and behead his own father clearly comes from a right-wing place. Because not only is he using their talking points, but immediately after stating that his father is now in hell, the next thing he complains about is the woke mob turning cities into lawless zones. Another far-right talking point. He claims that armies of illegal immigrants are invading and sponsored by the left. Which we have already seen that in places with high Mexican immigration, including undocumented migrants, they those areas experience less violent crime per capita. But no, those are just lies told by the left. The people saying the real facts are the ones quoting and basing their beliefs on Dante's fucking inferno, again, a work of fiction. <laughs> Justin goes on to say that tax money is being taken from the taxpayers and spent on anything but the taxpayers and blames this for our country's inflation. This reasoning is completely backwards. It was the tax cuts and stimulus money handed directly toward the citizens that was most connected with inflation issues because it increased spending. And when you increase spending, prices go up. Now, obviously, I don't expect a lot of reasoning coming from an asshole who just decapitated his father. But a lot of what he says are the nonsense talking points being peddled by the far right sources, claiming that our elections are stolen, uh, we're at war with each other, and that people on the left are somehow non-human leads to dangerous behaviors and delusions like this murderer Justin Moan. And to further exacerbate this spiraling of conspiratorial denial of reality, Justin Mon's murder of his father and subsequent video posted on YouTube is already being called a hoax by some on the right. So, even with reality being prominently on display, some people will refuse to be convinced by facts. Now, I could go through and dismantle every claim that Justin makes, but we would be here all day because besides brandishing the severed head of his father, this video is just 14 and a half minutes of him talking this nonsense. And You can say a lot of nonsense in 14 and a half minutes. And he does. He speaks very quickly, too, and, and so it's just a lot of concentrated bullshit. So what happened to Michael Mon is a tragedy. Yeah. Michael Mon was a civil engineer who cared a lot about keeping a clean environment and trying to make the world a better place for his kids and other members of future generations. His curiosity and desire to learn was referenced by many uh, of the people who knew him after he passed. He was called inquisitive, thoughtful, innovative, and having endless curiosity. We need more people like that. We need more people with those qualities, not fewer. And conspiracy-peddling, narcissistic, delusional, dangerous monsters like Justin Mon are worth less than a dime a dozen. They are each worth less than getting a leg broken. Pieces of shit like this and the ideologies that motivate them are less than worthless. They are a harm to the well-being of all of us. And the best way to combat that is by reminding people what actual knowledge looks like and what actual learning looks like and what actual studying looks like and what actual facts look like. If more people can be shown how to do the most good, we might be able to defeat this strange far right wing evil. And this behavior is so obviously deplorable that I almost feel bad for calling it right wing because not everyone on that side follows the nonsense of Alex Jones, but they're, they're becoming more and more accepting of it. They're welcoming these conspiracy theorists with open arms to broaden their constituents. And now we have Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Republicans front runner is Donald Trump, a birtherist and climate change denialist who is telling people without evidence that the 2020 election was stolen. 
This leads to people thinking that they need to take violent action to put an end to things that don't exist. And if not all right-wing politicians are specifically peddling things that lead to this behavior, they're at least allowing it and turning a blind eye to the hazards that are being caused by it. So, until a significant portion of Republicans and other right-wing politicians can come out and disavow this conspiratorial nonsense, including what Trump says and not just murderers like Justin, then I cannot in good conscience ungroup them from shit like what Justin Mon committed. They are culpable in this behavior when they knowingly allow and often encourage misinformation to spread. So, Bobby, mm. what do you think? Well, that was a lot. Yeah, I, okay, I, I, so I know. I know. <laughs> so uh, what happened to this kid where's he at now i'm assuming he's been arrested and he's what waiting for uh court and all that i i didn't look up uh like you know i'm you know he's been arrested and everything but i didn't look up you know like what his uh where con- right conviction now. is because like the last i looked it was still saying that he is accused of decapitating his father i mean he clearly did but with you know legal, with legal speak, until he's convicted, he's still just yeah, accused. You, you can't technically call him guilty yet. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And last I read, he mm-hmm. had not been found guilty yet uh, when I wrote this script. But mm-hmm. that was like a week ago. So um, you know, I, right. I'll I can look into it again, and find out. But yeah, well, I hope they keep him somewhere where he can't hurt anybody else. Because mm-hmm. oh my gosh. To do this to your own father, and it sounds like his father was a nice guy. Like, what was? Yeah, yeah. For, uh, and I know, I know. Like a lot of times, people avoid speaking ill of the dead. So you know, a lot of times it goes through that filter, and you mostly just hear the good things. But right, he sounded like a legitimately good person. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that I read, some of the compliments about him, and uh, some of his actions, uh, you know, his good actions that were talked about were in pieces that were written before he passed. So Mm. it sounds like he was legitimately a good person and good for our planet and good for our people, you know? Yeah. And his own son, you know, just took him away. And, and, and because of the people who are completely the opposite of Michael Mon. Yeah. I guess we can end that one there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know you, you had to see a, a head. I had the video of it. I just had to send you the screenshot because of the dis- yeah. Discord. No, that, that's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't think you wanted to see it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm okay not seeing the video. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this ne- the next episode is going to be a fun one. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.